Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. And my intro sounded kind of dull com- compared to actually how I'm feeling because I am so fucking excited right now because I have Toby sitting right next to me. Welcome, Toby. Hello, all the way from snowy Canada. I'm here. <laughs> I- I'm here, eh? <laughs> that did not disappoint. Thank you. <laughs> He flew in on a goose. Actually, I think he flew in on the the wings of an a- of, a- of an angel. I almost said. things just got uncomfortable <laughs> in the shed. Well, you know, as soon as he got here, he's like, "Well, first I need to take off my pants." Oh, well, this is not. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did put on shorts, but I didn't have to do it in front of Lisa. <laughs> he chose to, but he didn't. Yeah, have sorry, to. that's right. Uh, anyway, I'm so glad that you're here. You're the third person to record in studio with me. Brittany and Joanna, of course, have worn the seat that you're sitting in before you. But this is kind of, I think you're the furthest person to come. Wait, okay. You know, you know where that <laughs> sentence was supposed to mean and stuff? Yes, uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the whiskey is going to my head and uh, the beer. But I found, I got really lucky. I found one Bruce by Dawn beer hidden in the back of the fridge. The fridge? God. Oh my God, Rafi! Why did you give me bourbon to be in this uh, shed? <laughs> um, so you have something to blame it on. Oh, phew. Okay, I'm blaming it on you. Anyway, I found a bruised by Don beer hiding in the back of the fridge, so I could share it with Toby because I know that was one of the first things he's like, "Can we get some beer for this recording?" And I said, "I don't think he's going to be able to brew it in time. In fact, I think he's like two weeks out. I'm hoping for the group recording we'll have some fresh bruised by Don beer, but." For right now, Toby's fin- almost finished. Uh, I think it was the cream ale. So uh, how would you think about that? It's real good. Uh, shout out to Bruce by Don. It's really good. All right. So let's let's do some shout outs. So why don't you start, Toby? You Start off with uh, more to Bruce by Don, because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Bruce by Don and shout out to fellow Canadians, Mika and uh, Hansi Copperfield. And uh, shout out to Whitney as well. Because uh, she's my good friend. Yeah. Weren't you trying to get her out here with you or something? Yeah. Well, I was trying to convince her to come to the group recording when it looked like oh, I was right, going right, to be right, here right. at the time of the group recording. Yeah. The group recording. I'm so excited. It's going to be like weeks away. Rafi, have you booked your flight yet? Uh, Not yet, but uh, I'll be doing that soon. Are you still coming? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be there, I guess. Oh, it's shit. Something. I'm kidding. I will be there. It's not a show if you're not here, okay? Believe me. Otherwise, we'll make it like the 150th episode and it'll be about a year from now. I did the math. I'm like, oh, it'll be about in February. Any reason to go to California and not go to work, I will take it. So believe me, I will be there. Oh, I'm so honored. Any reason to get out of work? (laughs) Rafi, do you have any shout outs? (laughs) Boy, do I. First of all, shout out to Toby, because why on earth would you fly like a thousand miles plus to hang out in a shed for our little old show? Really? That's crazy. Also, shout out to Bruce by Don as well, because he is such a loyal listener. Every time he's listening, like right after we put the episode out. So that's great. Shout out to Whitney and her brother Jacob as well, because Jenna's announcing that she's looking for a theater in Atlanta, and I believe I was promised dinner. And believe me, I will take them up on that offer. It could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be somewhere nice, you know, Chick-fil-A. It doesn't have to be 
Mendy's or anything? <laughs> you know, if uh, if there's like a soup Nazi location down there, I'd be okay with that. Soup can be a meal. Um, it can. It would be yeah. a gumbo, I think, for sure. Or maybe jambalaya. jambalaya. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to my other boo, who doesn't know she's my boo, Danielle Hyam. It's her birthday. And also, I think it's uh, Joanna's husband's birthday, so shout out to him. He doesn't listen, but... Maybe she'll pass it on. Yeah, I think that's it. That's a plethora. Yeah, my one and only shout out will be to you, Toby, for flying all the way here. Uh, I know this is the only reason why you're in California. Hey, that's so, <laughs> only real reason. No, uh, actually, I really wanted to know why. Why are you here? <laughs> that's on a route. Not in the yeah. shed, but <laughs> so things are just kind of weird that you just showed up at my house. Uh, my sister is in Palm Springs for two months with her husband, uh, just living there so that they can be in the warm sunshine away from their cold house in Quebec. And uh, that's not the kind of life that I live, having that kind of free money, but she does. So my dad was nice enough to fly me out here, and then I took care of the car. That's why I'm here. Okay. I find that that is extravagant. You're just going to live in Palm Springs for <clears throat> the winter? Yeah. That's a lucky life. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, she's a hard worker, and she, for a long time, was Canadian famous, I guess. Really? So, Uh-oh. We need, we need some more info on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it a mystery, but she was a producer of a pretty big show in Canada uh, that came to an end. But she's uh, done all right for herself, so she set herself up. So, not only is your sister Canadian famous, but isn't your dad uh, someone of note as well? Yeah, he's Canadian famous, too. Ah, jeez, what's happening here? <laughs> it's just, what is, what's happening here is I am a letdown in the family. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a, like a sports writer and stuff. He was just on a NBC piece for the Olympics uh, about figure skating, because he's written nine figure skating books. So, oh my god. Or something. What else is there to write about? Uh, he's written about <laughs> hockey and oh. stuff. He was that, you know, I, Tanya, that just came out? The, well, do you know about Tanya Harding? Yes, and the, of course. He was there. He, he was there when she got hit by a no bike. No way! Yeah. Holy so. shit! Oh my god, was it him? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> by the way, he just did a Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> on his collar. Right? <laughs> oh. Normally, I do that in the comfort of my own living room, and nobody sees me do it. <laughs> <laughs> so every time we're recording from now on, I'm going to just picture you doing like, <laughs> I get no respect here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, I've been known to do that also with, and my friends were like, what are you doing, Rodney Dangerfield? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just pulling on my shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a thing. Anyway, uh, this, I was going to say tonight, but it's actually not tonight. It's today. We are going to talk about the Phil Rosenthal episode and the... God damn it, I forgot to write it again. The Thursday episode. Do you know the name of it, anybody? Allie's Drone. Allie's Drone. Something. Something. I'm coming up. Hold on, hold on. Allie Ward's Drone Reunion. Daniel's Wine Pint. It's Allison's show. Oh, right. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about those um, awesome shows, and uh, I guess we should start now. I just did everything backwards. So, Phil Rosenthal being back on Monday. I really love him. I think I just love him as a person. I want to be at his house. I want to watch m movies at his house. I want him to make me food. Like, I just want to be his friend. 
He talks about not building walls between, you know, us and Mexico and just building tables. I want to build a table at his uh, front door and see if he serves me anything and just invites me in. But um, I just he just seems like a really cool person. Lisa, you, believe it or not, can have dinner with Phil Rosenthal. If you follow him on Instagram, which I suggest everyone do, at phil.rosenthal, there's a contest on his Instagram. The most creative post will win dinner with his trainer and with Phil in LA, though. So, you know, there's a little asterisk. Oh, God, I don't know if I can make it out there. (laughs) (laughs) And you just hashtag somebody feed phil and the the trainer is going to pick the most creative post and they're going to win dinner so i was like what can i do so if anyone has ideas because i'm going to la to do some show or something but really i would love to go out there and have dinner with him because he has great taste in food is there a way we could both enter to win and if we could just get a really long trench coat and then you could just sit on my shoulders and we can just go as one uh game the system Vincent Adultman. <laughs> okay, I have a better idea. How about we dress up like a horse, like in I Love Lucy? And I'll be the ass. It's fine. I just want to get to his house. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be doable, but I... I'm sorry. If I get start getting drunk, I'll talk about Seinfeld and I Love Lucy. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's no wonder you're always talking about Seinfeld and I Love Lucy. God damn it, Robbie! <laughs> At 10 a.m., you're talking uh, about Lucy. At you know, it could be any time of day. Yeah, 10 a.m. That's mimosa hour. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, what what were your thoughts on uh, Phil Rosenthal? I I find he's uh, very interesting. I like that he's you know where where do you want to go in the world? His producer asked him, and he said, "Where do you want to send me?" You know, he said talks about wanting to go everywhere, uh, and I like that he, based on his PBS stuff, he knew that anything could be limited, so he went to the sort of greatest hits first, and then if he gets, when he gets more time, he's going to spread out to other areas, but I, I, I find the whole food traveling thing that's interesting. It's something I've thought a lot about, about uh, traveling the world and what I would do with my diet when I go right. to... Right, like, they were talking about one of their friends, or girlfriends, being vegan, and that there was nothing for them to eat, so it is... I mean, how, you would have to go in with a whole different mindset. Not, I'm coming to eat what is part of your culture, but I'm kind of coming in to eat vegan yeah. with your culture. Or how, you know. Well, I've thought about all of that and whether I would, yeah, I don't know what I would do. Oh, the I just heard you say whether, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, I've, I've thought about places that are, you know, a few places I have on my radar for the next couple of years are Iceland and Norway, and they're pretty fish-centric places. Right. So I thought maybe... I don't know. Get on board with the... Maybe, not like all the time, but I might prep myself for that and uh, carry lactate just in case. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. A lot more than that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Lactate, emodium, Yeah, you need some cement mix because it, your system... Have you ever eaten meat? It's been almost 20 years. Okay, so you have, though. Yeah. But your body will, will just be like, I don't know what you're doing. It would do the ruddy danger field, like, hey. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Ew! <right. laughs> Yeah. Okay. So Phil Rosenthal, I love it when people come on and they love her theme song, but he was very excited about hers and he's very excited about his own. Then they were talking about theme songs as far as binge watching that you can, that a lot of shows don't have them anymore. And I feel like before it kind of set the mood for, oh, I'm going to be watching this show. So the theme song come on, you kind of like get excited. But when you binge watch, they're just really kind of annoying. And I like the shows that just have pretty much no (laughs) 
theme song. It's just kind of like two or three notes, and it starts. Uh, but also with Netflix, you have the option to skip the intro now, which is like a godsend. Because when you're binge watching, you don't want to be taken out of the show. For me, I don't want to hear the theme song. But there is one show that if I'm watching it and that's Twin Peaks, I will listen to the intro. And it's a long ass intro, but I will listen to it every single time because I'm like, yes. Like that really gets me in the mood for it. But I don't know. How do you feel, Toby, about theme songs and intros and all that? It's sort of seamlessly gone the way of no theme songs, and I think that for sure has to do with the binge watching. Uh, and what I've recently been watching This Is Us, and yes, I've started at sorry. the beginning. Yeah, I, I was just watching that before you got here. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched the sec- any second season yet, but okay, I I do I just know the second season. Yeah, so I'm catching up on the first season. It's hard for me to find t- now that I'm not working at night. I I used to just watch shows in the background while I was doing uh, desk work. But now I, d- I don't have that time at work. So I, uh, I, I've i noticed that about 10 minutes into each episode, the title comes up. And I'm like, oh, geez, yeah, that, that right, story's right. like already fully going. Yes. And then there's like a three seconds. I don't know, some theme some songs I really enjoy. I like the Orange is the New Black one. They, they talked about that, I they think. They talked about that. And I, I wrote it down because I wanted to listen to the song that they were talking about. I think I've seen that show few years ago but the first couple episodes when the tampon was in the, the sandwich i was like ah, i checked out yeah <laughs> Hello. Eh. you got grossed out by something <laughs> <laughs> right to... like yeah y- your line is some sort of weird zigzag <laughs> <laughs> that is an amen <laughs> But uh, 100%. have I outed myself as a huge Gilmore Girls fan on this oh, podcast? Have you? I don't know. I know but... Trice. I know Trice has. <laughs> I like shout out to you, Trice. Yeah. <laughs> Big time Gilmore Girls fan. I think like... on your BYOF we might have talked yeah. about it because I was just getting into watching it. I've now rewatched it maybe three or four times. It's still like I don't like it and I love it at the same time. I but I love it. Like it's a comfortable. Uh, I do love that song because I love that singer because she's you know seventies singer songwriter. That's my up my alley. But uh, I'll still be excited to skip the intro now. It's like okay, it's it's kind of I, long. I think if I binge watched it, I would. But I got into yeah. that show during the second season and I lived just me and my dad. So for us, it was like oh, was, that's yeah, cute. It, it made oh, a lot of sense. Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The no Mil- disrespect to Demi, who is a lot cooler than me. <laughs> the Milton guys. <clears throat> yeah. That's really cute. Rafi, didn't you watch it too? Was it one of your... Gilmore Girls? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't see this whoopsies. at all. <laughs> well, you like Pretty Woman, so it's not like you're opposed to... Whoa, whoa, I know, whoa. I know, it's not the Listen. same. It's not the same. You're right, you're right. No, uh, I I watched a couple of episodes of, of uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, have you? Uh, maybe that's what you were thinking about. Uh, I've yeah, never seen <laughs> a Gilmore Girls episode, but Rachel likes the show, and I have seen like maybe thirty seconds to a minute of it. Oh, okay. So then um, you know exactly. But what no, about. you know, there's probably seven pages of dialogue in that thirty. Yes, seconds, probably. So. <laughs> but staying on the subject of uh, Phil's show, have either of you watched that? I have not. I haven't had the time yet. I meant to after that. I uh, haven't had the chance yet. Well, I watched uh, season, or I keep saying season one, but I guess it's a different show technically, but I used to watch, uh, the hell is it called? Oh, I'll Have What Phil's Having. So I was think that on PBS? Is that the one? It was on PBS, and last time that I checked, it's still on Netflix. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. 
Yeah, and then now I've seen a couple of episodes of Somebody Feed Phil, and I prefer the PBS show, but I think that's because I prefer the cities. I haven't seen any of the cities that I like yet on the PBS or on the Netflix show, but it does have a really catchy theme song, and it does remind me of like a of a sitcom of some sort. And there was a lot a, a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about uh, on this show, so I'm sorry, Lisa, I'm gonna take over for a bit. Oh, please do. Yeah, will go. you? I I forgot to bring waters out here. Will you get? Will you just chat? Oh. Sure. Uh, awesome. You... All right, I'll be right back. So, do you want anything else besides water? Uh, I'd have another drink, probably. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, Toby, you're from Canada, and I noticed when he was talking about the cities that he wanted to go to, and how he was saying it's like infinite. There's like every city. He he mentioned a lot of places, but one like pretty much. A place he completely ignored was all of Canada. <laughs> and that, that got me to thinking, like, is there no diversity there? I mean, there's there's poutine and whatnot, but, like, what are other dishes or cultures that could be explored in Canada that he might be overlooking? That's an interesting question. Uh, I think sort of the East Coast is uh, not that dissimilar to the East Coast of the USA in that it's sort of a fish seafood based uh and it's really beautiful they have big cliffs and stuff sort of like some of the uh nordic countries but it's uh, or maybe the more like the irelands and scotlands that sort of uh cliff seaside cold rainy atmosphere and i think that that's an area that could be explored uh and quebec has tortillers do you know what tortillers is it's like a meat pie never even heard of that so it's like a chicken pot pie, but it's more uh, beef-based, mostly. So think that's sort of... And it's less creamy. It's more of like a beef... Like a ground beef with a, like an au jus inside of a pastry. And that's a pretty popular thing. That and mushrooms or like a mushroom and brie or whatever. Uh, so that's that's one... Thank you. That's one thing that I would think that those sort of are more... I know Quebec, the poutine thing gets a lot of play, but... And then... Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Putin, it's actually called, oh, but if you okay. if you order Putin anywhere outside of Quebec and call it that, people just roll their eyes, and rightfully so, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, I mean, if you places like Toronto are interesting to explore, especially if you've been other places in the world, because they have all of their own. Like there's a huge, there's three Chinatowns in Toronto. There's a Korea town. There's uh, really? an Indian neighborhood, a Pakistani neighborhood, and so you can get authentic food made by people who speak no English all around Toronto. So I think that's it's sort of like New York in that way. The label's missing on this one. That's okay. Do you want that or do you want? Do this? you know what they say about people who peel off uh, <laughs> no. labels? No? no, they're destroying their sexual frustration. <laughs> well, I, that's not mine. <laughs> that's not mine. <laughs> Um, this is Lagunitas, and that's uh, 805. I don't know which one oh, sounds good fine. to you. Uh, whatever. This one has no label that intrigues me. They're both Cali- anyway. They're both California beers. <laughs> that's if that matters. But, no, that's good. So that's a good question, Rafi. That, that's sort of what I would say. I don't actually know that much about uh, some of the other areas. To be honest, I've been to more states than I have been to provinces or territories. That's that's interesting because I've always thought if I had to leave the United States or just Colorado, that I would probably move to Canada because it seems very similar in like, uh, like I, I could deal with the weather, you know, and I, it just seems like a place that would be similar, but not so, what am I trying to say? It's It's the same, but different. A culture shock? Yeah, it's not like I'm going to be in Canada and be like, oh my God, I don't recognize this place. I'm scared, you know? <laughs> 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Have you? So you've seen the comedians in cars episode where Seinfeld's talking about that? Uh, I've seen them all like several times, but I don't remember everyone. He was just saying like <laughs> it was. It would be like if I, I can't remember exactly what he was saying. Of course, now, but he was saying something like if you were taken like time travel or some sort of like alien landed. And you, you came back here and you're like, oh, I'm home. But you look outside and you're like, but something's different. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. And speaking of Seinfeld uh, and this episode, uh, someone asked a question to Phil about his advice to always quit. And I don't know if you've started the book I sent you, Lisa, but I finished it last month. And uh, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld had a similar uh, outlook on things because they essentially only had four episodes to make. And so they kind of just did whatever they wanted because they both assumed we're going to have four episodes and they're going to cancel us. And it turned out to be a nice long run. But do you guys agree that you should always quit? Uh, The way they started it at first, I was like, well, that's easy for people to say that have made it. But then... Of course, that's probably what they thought before. Like you were saying, you just go into it with the thought of make what you want to make because you're going to get canceled anyway. And you could put that with anything in life. So I guess that does make sense the way he explained it. But I don't live my life that way, I don't think. But do you do you think you could benefit from having that kind of attitude more? And sorry, I'm mixing up the two pieces of advice where it's always quit and make the show you want to make because they're going to cancel you anyway. Do you think you can uh, benefit from this, Toby? Uh, I think so. Actually, like I've I've long uh, sort of based myself on a safety net. So when I was doing things that were outside of the norm, I was like, well, I better have some sort of crappy full time job just to pay bills and stuff like that. And now, you know, nearing twenty years. After when I started that, I'm looking back thinking I should have probably either thrown myself into it and just accepted the possible failure or like dedicated myself more to finding a full-time job earlier. I've finally just sort of fallen into a job that I uh, like uh, in the last month and it's been an accumulation of everything over the last uh, 15 years or so. Uh, And it's, I mean... In the end, I think it's a weird, wherever you end up is a weird accumulation, but you should probably, if you're passionate and doing things that are creative, then just do it the way you want to do it is the way that I would say it. Because if you do it to try and please people then, or to try and be safe about it, then it's, it's, it's never going to be authentic. And that I think is important. I think, I feel like we're all living life as if it lasts forever and might as well just trudge along (laughs) in this shit. But, uh. I feel like I wish that I would have taken that sort of advice, but it's also, it could be reckless too, in some respects when you have people rely on you, but you realize that what doesn't kill you, you're going to be fine. You're going to, you're going to make it through. You might as well like do something you love or quit, (laughs) I guess. What about you, Rafi? You know, a few years back when I, I started, like when I met Megan, I was, I was like fed up with, with, (laughs) I was going to say I was fed up with life and the way things were going. Uh, But no, I was, I was just like sick of my job. I hated it. I had like money to blow. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to LA and spending a shit ton of money. And I think I've like toned it down quite a bit. But this goes back to me telling you that any reason to go to California and not be at work, I'm going to take it. So, I mean, I think I could maybe do it a bit more, but I feel like I'm kind of straddling the line of like enjoying myself and not giving a shit about like my job or whatever and also being responsible. I feel like you do live things... 
throw more caution to the wind when you're like, I'm just going to go fly around and meet people and whatever. And if my job's there, cool. But it does it does help that um, I don't have children or, you know, yeah, a true. house. Oh, because That makes a huge difference. Yeah. And I mean, worst comes to worst, my parents, as long as they're alive, either of them would be happy to take me in. Uh, hopefully that doesn't have to happen. Like, let's say Rachel. Oh God. I just had like a, <laughs> a vision. My mom totally would too, but my God, my life. Oh, oh geez. Yeah, Shit. Like, <laughs> I've heard you talk about your family before. I don't think you ever want that to happen. I think you'd rather ask for money under an underpass. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if I didn't have kids, I'd be riding the rails, man. I'd be like, let's see what this town can bring. <laughs> a man in every port. That's what I say. Oh, jeez. Oops. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Thank God my husband doesn't listen. <laughs> Actually, he used to say that about women, so it's fine. It's oh, yeah. fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, I don't know what you guys talked about when I went to go uh, get our refreshments, but... Uh, Food in Canada, that's what oh, I was okay. asking about. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was intrigued by someone sent in, you know, where would you go? The question, where would you go if you maybe had limited money or you don't had one opportunity to go somewhere. And he said Europe, which once again, like at this point in my life, I'm not big on camping or I don't want to really stay in. I don't want to rent a room and share it with, with people like strangers. Obviously I'll flop past it with my best friends, but to go to Europe on the cheap, I don't know if that's possible, but have you been to Europe, Toby? Uh, I have not up until my cat needed uh, a major dental surgery in the next what? month. What? I was due to go uh, go on a European, well, Scandinavian trip this summer, but I think that is going to be gone now because it looks like fifteen hundred dollars. I thought you were going to say that you had to fly the cat to the best European doctors. That's right, <laughs> Lester Meowson, uh, based in Russia. He's the only one that will see my Did wonderful you say cat, Mr. Meowson. Lester Meowson, oh. but yes, Mister is fine. But I believe okay. he prefers to be called Doctor. <laughs> we don't need to be boxed in by gender, but he is Doctor. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the cost of taking care of your animal is keeping you from correct your Scandinavian tour. I believe so, but uh, I'm hoping to go back there anyway. That would be amazing. I've always wanted to go to France and Port. He was talking about Portugal. I've always wanted to go there, probably because I have ancestry there so it would be interesting to kind of like go check it out but uh rafi what about you oh there's one place that's been at the top of my list forever and that would be gay paris (laughs) (laughs) not a fan of the straight paris No, you're gonna spend that much money. There's no straight Perry for him. Yeah, well, I went to San Francisco, and there's no going back now. I know you're like, ah, you can make a Greek flag fly. Oh, I didn't tongue twist that. That was good. Uh, I'll probably cut it out because I'm stupid, but but I said it. Uh, Yeah, I France. I want to go. Paris would be awesome, but I think I want to go to the south of France and just wine and. You know, be drunk, apparently, is what I'm trying to say. Wine and dine and what's that other one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think, let's see, being raised by my mom was dine and dash, I think is what it was. Oh. (laughs) I'll uh, drive the Jaguar around and pick you up up front, guys. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm... I think we need to go on a BFF European tour is what I'm really getting at. You know, we have a lot of plans. 
I know. Let's we start do. with the RV tour thing, and then we'll go from there. And Rafi, like you said, I feel like going to Canada, I would get a taste of, at least it would be seeing a different country, and it's not far. Yeah, and we don't have to be be scared of uh, our our organs being sold on a black market somewhere. Oh, it's... you mean like going south of the border? <laughs> exactly. Oh, by the way, I might be going to Mexico uh, in June, and... I hopefully will not get murdered, but my friend is going next month to Mexico for a month and he's going to do a ton of awesome shit and listening to this uh, Phil episode uh, is really giving me the wanderlust again. I hope he's not too connected to or attached to his head. Uh, You know, he's going to go to some touristy areas, but he's going to get a real cool experience, I think. Uh, he's from Mexico, by the way, so uh, he's he's fine. Like, his parents go, like, a couple times a year, and they often take uh, his, his uh, their children, you know. So it's like, I don't want to go down there as often, because there are some very sketchy places, but uh, I'm looking forward to it if I go in June. My uh, co-worker, or former co-worker, I guess, when I still worked on the night shift, he is from Mexico and ended up seeking asylum in Canada because he like arranged for doctors in the in uh, villages up in the mountains that didn't have money to get doctors and he would oh wow and then he got hijacked by the cartel <laughs> oh wow yeah oh uh, and that's, they basically that's not the Mexico I know no and they they basically told him that as he was an influencer he was supposed to get behind this political person or else uh, he might get shot and his family would die and so he took his family up to Canada and now he does my old job and I am without stress <laughs> <laughs> yeah when Phil was saying don't build a wall build a table I was like well you may be sitting there but your head will be missing that that would be a fun dinner. But Allie will bring it back to you. <laughs> that is very true. She will find it. That was funny. That I thought about that, and then the Thursday episode was like, oh, yeah, they're talking about losing your head, like, which is something that does happen out in the Hollywood Hills. So uh, Phil was also talking about meditation. It's something that I just am starting to learn about and want to try and figure out. I think it's going to help me in my crazy, stressed-out life. And Do you meditate, Toby? I don't meditate. I've tried guided meditation works better for me because I all, yeah. my brain is, goes a lot of places when I shut my eyes or am in silence and I have trouble reining that in and blocking it out. So the guided helps me keep calm. Uh, the only problem I've had with guided meditation is I tend to sort of drift off and fall asleep a little bit, which right. I don't, which I've heard is not the worst thing in the world, but it's, I want to do it more. Uh, but like everything else that I try to do in my life is just finding the time. Right. I, and I want to learn how to get those voices to quiet down, but and guided imagery and meditation is, it is very good. I, I took a class where they did that at, in, in the classroom and it was awesome. It was so, uh, relaxing, but then they're talking about transcendental meditation, which is another thing that I'm looking into. And I can't picture Allison doing either of these things because she will just rosinate <laughs> The entire time, which we all do, but I think she'll do it even like way even more. I know Rafi and I talked about meditation. Have you looked into it at all or will you? I don't remember talking about it like I was going to do it. Oh, no, no. We were just talking about it in general, I think. No, I think we were just talking about how everything David Lynch does, you want to do. True, true. And that you should have been doing this for a long time now, but... um. I actually looked into it a long time ago, and it was so expensive. And they try and, like, uh, 
not pyramid scheme, but what is it? Like cultish? It was kind of like that. I got a weird vibe, so I'm like, peace, I'm out. <laughs> but I feel like, why is something that's so good for you have to be so expensive? That, that feels culty, and they won't tell, like, Greg Fitzsimmons, you'll hear him talk about it, but he won't tell you any details. Like, why? Yeah, I, I don't get it, but obviously there are tons of people who meditate that are not in the TM world, and they will help you for free uh it i think anyone could benefit from it yeah there was a guy in a van that was asking uh, offering that up to me <laughs> free meditation come on in here yeah <laughs> uh yeah i think anyone could benefit from it but it's not something that i'm uh looking for i think that's i think i'm more into like i don't know i would ha i would just prefer to do like yoga or something as opposed to just sitting and being still because i also have trouble you know just sitting there in silence and not falling asleep yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well i i think we should all maybe we should take a class i think allison needs to like get a group of us all together it would be in her best interest is what i'm trying to say <laughs> she's not gonna hire you as a babysitter oh, <laughs> <laughs> Rafi, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was after Schmanners, and someone was taking a picture of us, and I flipped off the camera, and Allison was with us, I think, and I'm like, she's never hiring me. <laughs> I just flashed to that today of, like, I don't know where that picture is or why I did that, but that was, like, a go-to thing I do, I guess. I don't even remember that happening. I remember flipping off a camera and saying some comment and looking at Allison, and I was just like, I can't even, like, control myself. <laughs> well, she... I th she may have been thinking, oh, this is funny. Uh, Megan, there was, there was a, there's a rap song and it says every, every city they go, they see the same hoes, right? And I was, I was telling Megan, what if Allison looks out at the crowd at Sketchfest and is like, these same old hoes again? <laughs> I was thinking that. Well, not hoes per se, but yeah. So... Well, now I'm thinking, like, I'm falling asleep during Schmanners. You're flipping off cameras. She's like, these are my fans. <laughs> yeah. These are my people. These are my <laughs> diehard, devoted fans that travel the country <laughs> to see me, and they're flipping off cameras and falling asleep in the crowd. Like, what? Like, where did I go wrong? I mean, if we are doing that on Saturday, I'd say there's a problem, but on Sunday... There's leeway there. We drove all the way our flu. We all traveled to see her. Sunday is a is a gimme, don't you think? I mean, she wasn't at our brunch, so she she doesn't understand. I'm trying to rationalize it. Don't worry, Allison definitely does not stress over little every little thing. <laughs> You know, it, I wish that, well, like she did mention, you know, when she used to drink, because I told her, I was like, this is just because I can't sit still. And especially when you add two pitchers of mimosas at brunch, you know, that makes things worse. And then she's like, yeah, when I used to drink, you know, I remember that I, I, I didn't understand how people could drink all day because she would just fall asleep. So hopefully she understands where I'm coming from. But the vulgarities of Lisa's. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, she, she might not be so understanding there. So as long as I'm in the clear. Cool. So you're going to take the nanny job then? No, thanks. I hate children. Although Elliot <laughs> is delightful. You know what? It's better to realize that. It is better to realize that. Well, how does Rachel feel about it though? Uh, does that matter? <laughs> JK. JK, you guys. Insert cricket noise. Uh, Whoops. Christ. Um, you know, yeah. I don't see children 
in my near future. So, what? Uh, are you guys ready to talk about Thursday? <laughs> I was going to let you hang yourself. Yeah, let's talk about Thursday. Okay, yeah, let's talk about Thursday. We were her little little Debbie oatmeal cream pies sent in by Jeff Osuna on Patreon. Uh, I wanted to mention two things. First of all, everyone should support Allison on Patreon. It doesn't cost that much, and she puts out a great show for free. So uh, don't be, what did I call it? A podcast squatter. And on Patreon, there was a conversation about the improv from Thursday's episode. Did you, either of you read that? No, I haven't been on the actual Patreon uh, thing. I try to go on huh? to submit a carb when I see the email. Somebody's uh, squatting. No, I'm just kidding. I, I just, pay the money. I know, I know. That's I, I just took are. a huge pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> but I still pay, I'm still a Patreon supporter of three podcasts and... That's one of very but, generous of you. As well, I just don't look at my I credit get card on bill. Patreon, then <laughs> no. Just uh, Can you imagine supporting this off. piece of shit? <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, we all talked about it on the Best Friends Fancast Facebook group about the, and even on this show last week, about how the improv goes on and on a little bit too long. And Wendy kind of hijacks the episode a little bit. It's very funny, but just sometimes it's just too, too much. And on Patreon, there was actually someone that brought it up and they brought it up in a very good way that it didn't sound rude. Like she said it very nicely. And Allison responded, you know, sort of David seems so delighted by it that she said, maybe I let it go on for too long, but he seems so delighted by it that she just wants to, you know, make him happy or that sounds wrong, but you know what I mean? Like she wants, for the good of her guests, she's just going to let it go on because they seem to enjoy it. So a few people commented that they weren't really interested in it <laughs> or they didn't like it. But then a few people said, no, I love it. It's fine. But I thought that was, I think it's the first time I've seen something like a real conversation come up on Patreon where you could just talk. Because Allison has wanted to be part of our group for a long time and I just don't. I think a lot of people don't want that to happen. No, it's right? like a safe space. Yeah, and I I feel bad saying that to Allison, but I, I, I have said it to her. And I think I said it in a nice way. I mean, I think I flipped her off and then I was like chugging a beer or something. No. And then you said, hire me! <laughs> I want to go to your house! Yeah. <laughs> Raffi came. Yeah, uh, <laughs> anyway, it was a very nice conversation back and forth between everybody and i thought that was interesting that people felt comfortable enough to bring that up to her but then also with allison how she overthinks everything i hope the next time wendy's on i don't know how she's going to handle it she's just going to let it go like she usually does or is it going to be in the back of her mind of like people aren't enjoying this you know what i mean so maybe she'll stop it sorry (laughs) like you can to me right now please yeah jump in (laughs) all right i i have to jump in here So, as you know, Megan and I have disagreed on this subject, and it continued this week. Uh, She sent me a message. Uh, She was really grasping at straws as to what I hate about Wendy so much. But I think I was like, I'm going to be the reasonable one here, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to listen again. Okay. Because... I I often listen at one and a half speed or one and a quarter speed. So I was like, I'm going to go back at one time speed, listen again, and see how I feel. Okay. And I came to the conclusion that Wendy is the problem. But (laughs) David is an enabler. And so that's what uh, Megan was trying to say is that she thinks that it's David's fault that there's so much improv. So I went back and listened yet again. And this time I made note of who is starting the bit, who's like keeping it going, 
and it's mm-hmm. relatively equal actually between yeah. David and Wendy, but I still think Wendy did more. That said, I like Wendy. I do too. It's just I wish she would just talk and be honest and be funny, but not turn everything into a bit. Like I told I told Rachel, I was like, if I wanted to hear an hour of bits, I would listen to comedy Bang Bang or Paul F. Tompkins show. Right. And so I think that those shows are good. But if I that I go there to seek those things out, like I right. love comedy bang bang, but I go there because that's what I want to listen to. Right. And on the Thursday show, it's like a group of friends hanging out and you want to get to know them in their minute details of their life that we all love. And we're not getting to know her, even though she is funny. But like you're right, you want to seek that out somewhere else. This is not what the Thursday episodes really necessarily for i don't even mind it a little bit because it is funny and i don't think that david is the problem i think wendy i think that's just how her mind works and i think allison is the enabler here (laughs) because she doesn't she lets it go on too long i feel like david is like a puppy he's like oh you want to play with me i'm gonna keep playing he's just funny like i think david's just funny i think that that like yes that like is scratches the itch that he has because he likes that interaction with people and when wendy's there he's like yes I could, this brings the best out of me. And it's funny, but it, I think even on Patreon, some people said, you know, we want to hear about Wendy. We want to know more about her. And I don't feel like we're getting to know her yet. Two quick asides. One, in jumping back to when we were talking about uh, theme songs, do either of you follow Paul F. Tompkins on Twitter and or Instagram? No. I don't. I find it very funny, but he posts these him making up his own theme songs to shows and it's really funny that that was in the back of my head and then so that specific to this improv my wife karen and i have my best friend for forever his name is ben he dated this girl steph for a long time Uh, and then they broke up and we remained friends with both of them and then she dated this guy that she met through the improv scene and they would come to our cottage for a week and everything was bits it was oh. all so like this kind of touches a nerve for me because she was she's such a dear friend to us and I ended up like wanting to not be her friend because of everything being a right. bit like there was no serious conversation there was no like flow of conversations without anything turning into a joke and if I ever made a joke they would revisit it and I'm like please just let that die <laughs> like <laughs> I, okay, see, I I feel like I do that. I feel like I can't always be serious. I mean, if a situation is serious, I can be serious. But I, I often will turn things into a joke wherever I am. And that's usually how I feel out who my people are. Like, if they get me, then I'm like, those are the people I want to hang out with. These people are, like, looking at me like I'm a turd in a punch bowl. Then I'm out. Can't you be both? <laughs> But the thing is, is I feel like sometimes, like, I'm more sarcastic when I should be sometimes less. Like, I always want to be the one joking around. I feel like sometimes it's too much. And I'll even in the moment, I'm like, why am I? Just stop talking. Rafi, don't cut that out and use it. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the same things, kind of what you were saying, our friends, our neighborhood friends, we have a new group, a new couple. And the girl, I I really just don't like her. But she, she's not mean. There's nothing. It's just she's always making jokes. Not funny, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> it's more about it's more about the jokes. It's I'm Seinfeld, you know. It's it's against a comedian. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a real comedian. Uh, no, but then I started realizing what I didn't like about her is maybe what I don't like about myself. So I had a real like deep moments about it where I thought, okay, she's trying to fit in. She's maybe trying too hard, and it's kind of annoying me. And Maybe it's because I feel like that's my uncomfortable part about myself that I want to change. So I don't know if Wendy is... 
it's just she's so funny and that's how her brain always is is that how she is with her kids like i really do want to get to know her because she is funny but she seems like she also has an interesting life too so my god i feel like i've been talking for an hour <laughs> <laughs> the the last thing i will say on this subject is that i i just looked up the patreon thing and i saw the facebook uh post earlier today and i'm just glad that i was vindicated because i thought i was the only one and megan was making me feel that way but now i see that i was right megan was wrong oh I... maggie poo and that's why megan is a super fan see that's why i say i'm a fan because she just sees everything through rosen colored glasses <laughs> i i think i started off because i remember early on when they when the first combination of wendy and david were on there i remember you being hesitant raffi and i was like really i don't see that but over time i was like okay and maybe you saw right off the bat the sort of like hilarity of it wore off for me over time and maybe right off the bat you saw that it wasn't what you're looking for from this specific show and it took me a while to come around to that i don't remember making that observation but man i was right (laughs) yeah I, 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 I sort of remember in the early days, yeah. you, you didn't necessarily say that you didn't like, I just remember the first time they were on together, I think I was still using Facebook and I remember saying like, oh, this, this combination is the new winning combination or something like that. Right. Like, and then I think I remember you being like, mm, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like on board too. I was like, yeah. yes. I think a lot of the, people were Everyone at first. was like, this is so great because it is so funny, but now it's like, okay. Let's do you, get to know you now. I, sorry, like I listened to last week's episode, but uh, I don't remember. Did you guys touch on the fact that Allison like accidentally made fun of the bit in this, this mean segue? We didn't talk about that. And I can't remember what it was either. She she was like, like, don't you get tired? Of, doesn't this make you tired or something? She was talking about she, like uh, maybe it was Lisa or, or whatever, their mattress or bedding, linen company or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She ah, was trying yes. to segue out of it and out of yes, the bit yes, into, yes, yes. into a We did talk library. about that last week, I don't think. No, we didn't. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of funny where it was like, are, are you tired of listening to this? <laughs> yeah. Does, the, does listening to this make you tired? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I'm just thinking about this, what if that was actually a Freudian slip and she was just like, yeah. oh boy, Ooh. doesn't all this improv make you tired? <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, listening yet?" Flipping through her notes. Oh, thank God, Casper is the sponsor this week. Where can I find something to lay on? Yeah, exactly, Casper. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I actually just got a mattress in the mail today, and I unrolled it before you got here. Not that. Was it the size of a mini fridge? Yeah, I it it was crazy. I've never. Anyways, okay, and this wasn't even a memory foam. Okay, it was a box spring, whatever. Where are they called? Box spring? Oh my god, I'm drunk. Okay. Speaking of drinking, box wine. I feel like it's come a long way. I, of course, being an alcoholic, I already knew you could take the box apart and get more wine. Duh, David Hunsberger. <laughs> but I don't know if it's come a long way or if my taste buds just don't give a fuck anymore. But what, what do you feel about uh, box wine, Rafi? Um, we have a box of Franzia sitting atop our fridge right now because Rachel... <laughs> what are you, old ladies? <laughs> Rachel got it for Thanksgiving because her oh, okay. family drinks wine at Thanksgiving. Her dad brought a, a bottle over as well of some white wine or something. I don't fuck with wine, really. Um, oh, so it's not for me, uh, but I have heard that there are some actually good boxed wines out there, and I'm not opposed to drinking it, but I'm more of a beer and liquor kind of guy than 
than a wine guy. I am. I'm definitely a wino, and I love going wine tasting, and I love expensive wines, and I love cheap wines, and I'll drink wine out of a box, so whatever. I think that just means my taste buds are cultured, is what it really is. I think Toby just went out to take a whiz. Just kidding. <laughs> I find box wine to be quite good. It's really, really good to... It travels a lot easier, so if you want to, like, be a super wino, like, you know, riding the rails, glass bottles don't really work. No, but, uh, like, going camping or when we travel, you can just get a couple boxes of wine and it's much easier. And I think they're delicious. And they were talking about the Boda bag, which was a huge thing on the Corolla show. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, My husband does leather work and I almost had him make one for Corolla. (laughs) That's how much of a stupid fan I was. Uh, And apparently superfan Megan had one. Is that what this whole thing was about? Or, I don't know, Allison has one. Megan had one. I don't know. There are pictures, I think, on Facebook or something of Megan feeding someone some kind of liquor from a Boda bag, uh, maybe in her college days. I don't know the whole story, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen one in person, and I don't think I would own one. It sounds kind of gross. It sounds really gross. It sounds like the wine will be warm, and yes, I'll drink my wine out of a box, but but not out of a bag. Thank you very much. I have some dignity. Some. A sliver left. Uh, Just like in uh, regular life, Lisa prefers the bags to the boxes. <laughs> uh, really quick, here's a message, Toby, from one Ray Morgan. Ah, uh, hello, Ray. Shout out to Ray. <laughs> It would have been cool. We were so hoping we could get a group of people over here, but timing-wise, it just didn't work out. So, uh, But I am drinking out of... Shout-out to Jen. Let's just do shout-outs all throughout the show. <laughs> Jen made me this uh, broken heart glass, and I'm drinking my beer out of it. So let's talk about Allie. She related the Real Housewives and sports together, and I couldn't thank her more for this because I feel like I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people get their jocks up in a bunch when you talk bad about the Super Bowl or sports or whatever, because they're like, oh, don't talk bad about it, blah, blah, blah. I will go to a a sporting event and I won't talk shit on it while I'm there. I will enjoy it because there's snacks and drinking, as I said before, but I'm not going to make everyone else's time bad. But I also think that like it's a guilty pleasure and Real Housewives is just as shitty as watching sports to me. (laughs) And the fact that she related it, I was like, yes, you're awesome. Anyway, I don't know what that had to do with anything. So I just felt like I needed to get that off my chest. (laughs) I like sports, but uh, Uh I also would go to this uh, Real Housewives screaming at the TV thing. And I mentioned that on Twitter. Okay, good. So because you're a Gilmore guy and you're a sports guy, I feel like you understand that it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's whatever. I mean, yeah, I understand. Sports has always been a weird thing for me because I don't, I'm not like hyper masculine, but I enjoy it. And I'm a fan, like a pretty big fan of a few different sports teams uh, across different things but then at the same time it's not like my biggest sure passion he's wearing a jersey right now guys i don't know what i don't know what he's lying about that's right <laughs> it's actually... I, I did hope that i ran into tom brady at the airport but <laughs> rafi do you want care to talk more about bullshit <laughs> sports um no or can we, we can move on move on to ali's hair okay so ali's hair first of all they were recording last monday it was cold and rainy here today it's hot actually it's not hot it's warm it's nice actually it's canada hot right so that means like i don't i don't know what i was gonna say mm. i'm not gonna say anything. Mm. <laughs> so ali's hair she posted a picture of her natural what did she call it buffalo hair i don't even know did you see the picture she posted of her and then the pony with the similar hair <laughs> 
Maybe that's what it was. Her hair is fucked up. <laughs> uh, she manages to get it. Like, she has beautiful hair, so you could do wonders. Today, my hair is a little bit more natural than it usually is when I see people. But it's not as... I mean, if it was rainy today, Toby would have had a real treat for his eyes. Because I don't even think we'd be able to both fit in here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that the alley is just, like, rocking. Also, you know what? I can't say that I love that. This is my love-hate thing. When hot girls post pictures of their shitty hair and they're like, look at me. I'm so brave. I'm like, you are hot. <laughs> Who cares? I work at a university and I've always laughed at the fact that the, the girls will come down in like their sweatpants and no bra and a loose <laughs> shirt. Oh, and yeah, then really the laugh. perfect makeup <laughs> And their hair tied back, and I'm like, what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. The only time I ever get to see them looking like their regular self is when we do the fire drills once a year. Yeah, because it's at 7 in the morning. Oh, I was going to say, if this is a fire drill, I'm going to be fully made up. Those firefighters going to be there? <laughs> Sorry. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> They're there. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't need a bra. In other words. <laughs> okay. This is where I need to shut up. Okay, so Allison's book is coming out. I'm so excited. Uh, she posted the picture on Instagram stories. I missed it. I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't look at Instagram that much. I still don't understand why people have it. But this is the reason, apparently, because I missed the cover. That Which one did she choose, Ralphie? Because I've seen them all, but I don't... Yeah, that's the thing is when she posted it, I was like, yeah, uh, I've seen this before. But I forgot <laughs> that what we were trying to decide between was the many different colors. Right. Uh, so I have no fucking clue, and I should have just screenshotted well, it, it just to have it. Was it the black one? Was it the no, teal one? Or was I it the pink think one? I think... I feel like it was like teal, but okay. I could I be wrong. I think that was if my someone... first one that I was like, yes, that's the one. But that was when it was a thumbnail. When I opened it up, I'm like, oh, maybe the darker one would be better. Anyway, our very own Randy Lawson designed that, and I think that's kind of awesome. <laughs> our very own. Yeah. yeah. I, hey, she doesn't listen. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> How do you know? She's been on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's our very own. She's actually here. Come on in, Randy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> 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 oh dang it i don't know whose voice that was <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious uh that's the sports guy the sports guy oh, okay <laughs> i was gonna say it sounded a little too good i've heard lisa's voices motherfucker <laughs> you know what my voices are i either sound like a muppet or i sound like like a rastafarian <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like hey man there was traffic on the way down here, and I was planning out voices of... Really? <laughs> yeah. I was going to pretend to be Lisa's kids asking, Why do her, there are always strange men in her shed? <laughs> <laughs> Is this my new dad? <laughs> I'm trying to laugh so I can use all of those. <laughs> By the way, Jeff will not be here, Rafi. Oh, he won't? Womp womp. No. Oh, no. Why? Is he busy that day? He didn't give a reason. He just said he won't be able to make it. Oh, he's like, he's like, uh, she can't afford me. How did you know my email actually said that? I'm like, I, I didn't want, I wouldn't like put everything out there like, I know this is like small potatoes, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know if I can afford you because you're so fucking awesome. You know, it was pretty much that. Like blowing a lot of smoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blowing a lot of D's. <laughs> blowing a lot of D's. That's right. I think he lives. Listened to a few episodes and was like, "Uh oh." If you listen to any ones that I was on, one, like just pick one, and I am done. But he said he would help out, you know, with any technical things that I had questions with. 
Mm, technical problems? Yeah, I told him I... Never mind, never mind, never mind. Feeling a little moisture on the recording. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> it's the one thing that I always start talking about when I'm getting drunk, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Brittany, you know what it is. Shout out to you. I've been with you several times that you've been drunk, and I don't even know what you're talking about, so I'm very worried. <laughs> Good. You know what? I don't think I've actually said it in front of you. I have some decorum, apparently. Some. Sir, where do you hide that? <laughs> I think it's back here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's in my Vans box, actually. So, <laughs> Allie found a drone. I fucking love this whole story. She found a drone in the Hollywood Hills. I was just recently there. I took the kids to the Hollywood sign, and there are so many people that are jogging and and whatever and i'm like this is where the stars go to jog and like run around like we're gonna find famous people so every single person we drove by they're like are you famous <laughs> it's like some schlub in sweats we're like are you famous are you somebody i'm like you're not gonna know because they're gonna be like looking like shit you're not gonna but well, i didn't t- say it that way but i just said you you won't recognize them even if plus the stars to them are youtube people i don't even know who those people are either so oh i bet i know them from nora watching stuff did they watch oh yeah collins key I watched that one. I don't fucking watch any of it with them. I'm like, ugh. Heard your children, Lisa. <laughs> no, they're like raising themselves by now. I mean, I'm yeah, ready mine to move too. on to Allison's kids. Ah, <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Um, but it was funny that she you mentioned... can't even be the carbs are. <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> True words. Just picturing Allie up there, I was like, I could have run into her. Like it could have happened. And the fact that she found a drone and found its owner, like she went extra miles to first of all looking at someone's footage is a little iffy because you not you don't know what you're gonna see like you i was picturing she was gonna be like oh i saw him and his girlfriend and he had the drone flying above the bed or something i don't know the fact that she went through that much trouble to find this i feel like she should have filmed the whole thing and made it into like something remember how you said that you didn't go on instagram (laughs) she did it yeah like it (laughs) I know, <laughs> listening to this episode, I knew the entire oh, thing because yeah. I follow her on Instagram. and I follow her on Instagram. I just don't watch. Yeah, well. I ain't got fucking time for that. Okay, nope. so apparently I should have been paying attention to Instagram. The whole story was awesome. I am the same. I, f- I related to her. I find a lot of things and I always find their owner. I've never had to go the d- this distance to bum fucked wherever. What was it? Some state was it alabama i'm drunk i'm sorry <laughs> it sounded like alabama yeah it's something like that did she, did she go there or did no she like called the dry yeah, yeah. cleaner and the guy yeah, yeah. happened to know the one asian the guy gr- that the had girlfriend a drone, apparently. Yeah, yeah. of course i was thinking of seinfeld at the time rafi did you uh because of the dry cleaner no because of the asian guy oh you must know the one asian guy <laughs> oh well i didn't think of that no but mm. I, I i do feel like in alabama it's possible that people might you know, be able to identify the Asian couple. But um, no, if if you watch the video on Instagram, he like waves goodbye to the drone. And I was thinking that the story was going to end up being that he like filmed something on the drone and then, you know, sent it off to be found. But no, it just literally got lost. Or like he pulled a Peggy and whistle and like jumped off the, off the letter H. <laughs> Sayonara world. <laughs> Shut up! I know I'm old, Ruffy. Okay, what is... Uh, I've found wallets. I've found dogs. I've found, like, everything. And I always go the extra mile to try and find its owner. Because I want... 
I want someone to do that for me if I lose something. And I feel like Allie has like these amazing stories. The fact that she returned someone's wallet and got a handful of weed or something. It's just like, her stories are awesome. She kept apologizing. It's like, no, you're not improving. Guess what? You're actually telling stories about your life from getting to know you. And it's, and it's fucking interesting. She's a great guest. So Rafi, have you ever found anything and found its owners yeah um one time me and rachel were driving somewhere i was like showing her where i used to live and there was a little dog running down the street and we tried to get it uh but we couldn't it was not uh friendly enough so i didn't get that dog but i have found like when i used to work at the hospital occasionally i would find uh an employee's badge and i would like return it and one time one lady was super appreciative and another time the lady was just like oh yeah okay and i was like okay go fuck yourself then next time i'll just throw it in the trash uh but Uh, you should just throw it at her face unfortunately i never find anything good though so i don't know how about you toby well i work in the mail room at my work now even though i don't actually (laughs) m-a-l-e yeah (laughs) sorry yeah the mail review whatever you want to call it (laughs) but uh yeah the so a lot of lost and found gets dropped off there but one time I picked uh, Nora, that's my daughter, up at the bus. And just as she got off the bus, this small little dog wandered up. And I picked it up. And I was like, okay. So we waited five minutes just to see if someone came, like, frantically down the road. And and they didn't. And I was with, with my dog, Violet, for anyone who follows me on any social media. You've probably seen her before. And they, they were, like, hanging out and being cool like the dogs were being cool so i called i scanned the like uh, tag on the collar and it was they had the same vet as us so i called and they were like oh well we can't give you the info but we can give you the we'll call them and if it's okay we'll give the info your info to them and i said oh yeah it's no problem and so i went home and after about an hour like both dogs were getting along really well and i was like i'm not not sad about this (laughs) like we're like oh maybe we have two dogs now it was pretty cool and like we knew the dog's name because of the vet that's like the only info they would give us and then the people called and they uh, came and picked up their dog and when like, the I, dog girl, left, i don't know which dog what are you talking about yeah well and like my wife and kids and i were all kind of a little bit sad about uh, it and when they came to pick up the other dog i was like oh anyway well, but yeah so we were i, I did dog. find a dog same thing i took it to the house and they were like kind of like uh Kind of like Allie, like, hmm, not very excited about it. It was a little puppy. I'm like, ah, oh, I should have just taken it. Like, whatever. But you want to do the right thing. There was another time my husband and I were driving home from the bar, and we saw this puppy running down the street. So we're like, we're going to get this dog. We're going to find its owner. So we're, like, chasing it, following it. It apparently knew where its own home was because that's where it went. So we're trying to get it, and this guy comes out. I swear to God, I don't know if he had a gun. I don't remember. It was like, he was yelling at us, like, what are you doing trying to steal my dog? He starts yelling. I'm like, oh my God, we're just trying to return it by. Another time I found a wallet and I literally had to scrounge for change because I was too poor to like pay for gas. So I had like probably $4 and quarters. And I found a wallet next to the gas pump that had $60 in it. And I turned it in still. I'm like, nope, I can't have this kind of karma. Like, no, no. And I'm trying to think of, I think I've mailed wallets i don't know I, and it, you know i've lost my wallet or i've lost my purse or whatever and like you would hope somebody would return it i've never had i don't think i've ever had anyone retir- return anything to me but i i love the fact that Allie keeps a leash in her car just in case the other day there were four dogs running down the street and the kids are like let's pull over and get them I'm like really we're gonna put four dogs in our car right now like i wouldn't have four leashes obviously but 
I was gonna stop and get them, but I don't. I, I, I don't know. That one. That was a little bit beyond my my uh, help. But I love Allie's outlook on life. I'm surprised that she's single. And I think that Colonel Jeff has a small crush on her. Anybody? So you're not gonna believe this, but. I thought I saw a lost dog out there as you guys were talking, so I just ran outside. Shut up! <laughs> Shut I don't, the fuck up! <laughs> I don't see the dog anymore, though, so maybe its owner was just out of sight, but I freaked out. I was like, oh my god, there's a dog! This would be a great story. <laughs> uh, so I just came back, so hopefully you didn't ask me anything. But I also have picked up on that. I think uh-huh. you might have a small crush on uh-huh, Allie, uh-huh, but uh-huh, can uh-huh. you blame him? Yeah, I was no. about to say. No. Come on. But the fact that she's single says something to me. Uh, um, is she single or is she just uh, holding out for cookie dough guy? True. She has really horrible taste in guys. She won't go for him. She'll wreck him. <laughs> Robert, you can't see this, but I just put my hand on Lisa's shoulder to reassure him. <laughs> to her. Oh, goodness. Uh, I have issues. <laughs> I've listened to other episodes, and I think I bring out the worst in your affection for Jeff. <laughs> I, I feel like they would make a, well, I don't know. I was going to say a good couple. She's a nice person. I just feel like the people, it sounds like she's damaged in that department. I think she's she got a lot of great qualities as a human and probably as a friend and all these other things. But it sounds like she has bad taste in guys and and maybe doesn't respect herself as much and lets these horrible dudes in that sleep with her friends or whatever. I don't know. She has like weird looking at her and the way she presents herself. I wouldn't expect that she would have like these shitty relationships with guys is what I mean. Have you seen the pictures that she's posted of herself as a kid? No. Does she look? Does she? Was she the one that said she looked like the the next door neighbor from Small Wonder? <laughs> I don't know about that, but she posts some pictures like from her younger years, and I think she might just have some self esteem issues. Okay. Like she might see herself as that. So her hair represents how she actually feels. Like I sees think herself. yes, I think so. Okay, because she's hot. Oh yeah, and she's hot, and she's smart, and she's. I feel like she's the full package. She's but funny. My redheads are nutty, so. You know what? <laughs> I've ahead. on this very show talked about <laughs> slandering redheads. <laughs> That's right. But yeah. I, I have stopped because of her. <laughs> oh, go ahead and keep going. Nope, I will not. He already did. He just did again. What? <laughs> I'll bring up some old footage and just put it in here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the G word. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did say that. Yeah. But, I mean, if the, if the shoe fits, my God, I can't stop burping. If Jeff was here, he'd be like, no. <laughs> I'm used to professionals. This is some bullshit. He says he's used to, or you think he's used to professionals, but he talked about there being like all the edits in the audiobook oh, that right. Allison, and Allison even owned up to it being like 400 minutes worth oh my of. Oh God. I, 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 when she was, he was kind of playing some of those and I was picturing her sitting there and making it worse because you're around Jeff, you're paying him for his time. He hears everything. So he is a part of so many different shows and produces so many things. So it's like, that's a lot of pressure. And now you're just talking into like a mic reading your book. And it's just, that has to be pretty stressful. Anyway, I don't know. Did she say a release date? Because I'm pretty excited about this book. She talked about a date, but I don't, I don't have it written down. Um, I believe it's like March 10th uh, or sorry. Uh, that no March 21st, I think is like, or March something is the pre-sale, but it comes out like April, April 10th. It is. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. I was going to say, if we could, have the book for the group recording that would be amazing you know she might uh hook up Super someone fan that... megan yeah do you already own this book uh-huh 
I don't know what I was waiting for her to answer. I think. <laughs> yeah. No, Megan. <laughs> now you've you've given me the idea, and I'm gonna DM her and see if she'll FedEx me the manuscript. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't leave it in someone's apartment, though. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll get a handful of weed for it. I also love the fact that David Hudsberger had there was a missing volleyball sign. I feel like I would have taken the sign and just kept it because I think that's pretty fucking funny. But I loved the ending to that story. Yeah, tell the tell the ending. What's it? What is it again? That he like called the number. He called it, and then he couldn't get an answer. So and he knew he had to leave, but he wanted the person to be reunited with their volleyball. So he called it, and he's like, "I have your volleyball." <laughs> Like a ransom call, meet me in the gym or whatever, and he's just stuffed it in the corner or whatever. <laughs> I'm so mad because he was just, uh, his, the junk show was just this past Sunday, and I really wanted to go. I feel like going to LA on a Sunday is is a tall order, but I think that Demian and Stacy and Suzanne might be coming down in April and going to the junk show, so we're going to go all get a group together and go, possibly, but I feel like I should be going every single month, but I, have, I really have no excuse, right, Rafi? Yeah, you're just a bad fan. <laughs> I tried to... He's not... Like, that was just recent, right? Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, on and Sunday. then, you know, you and I were talking that every... Basically every week, little Esther has been at uh, the comedy store, and she's not performing there this week. So it's like... Ah. Uh. I was trying to support any uh, Allison sort of community member, but there's not much well, happening. all you got is this. <laughs> Hey, I'm doing. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. Okay, tipping your mail carrier. Tipping your mitt. <laughs> tipping your mitt. <laughs> Have you heard this? Tipping your mitt. No, it's cap. Hundred <laughs> percent. Tipping your. Yeah, it's tip of the cap. But then they talk about tipping your mitt. They said it was in a song. I tried to look that up because I wanted to use it for the show. I could not find it. Apparently, it's a saying. I couldn't find that either. So, uh, Rafi, have you heard this? Tipping the mitt. You know when she said it, it didn't sound like a hundred percent foreign to me. So I was like, it sounded off. But I was like, I was like, I, I mean, I get what she's saying, and I feel like I must have heard it sometime before. But I did look it up because uh, Jeff said that someone some hip-hop something rather used it recently and i couldn't find it and i don't believe that any self-respecting hip-hop artist would say tipping the mitt or tipping my mitt oh yeah because they say such great things they're such upstanding citizens yeah i was gonna say maybe he misheard it and they were saying tip my bitch or something i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) tip my bitch do you Um, listen to run the jewels of course yeah that made me think of that song where he's like, everyone getting mad about him saying uterus. Oh, yeah. Acting like you say you a bitch. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite songs of theirs. I'll have to write that down and never listen to it ever. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's good music. Yeah. I heard a question mark on good just now. It's good. Uh, tipping the mitt actually to me sounds like you're dropping the ball. So, but that was not it. It was like showing your cards or showing, what was it? I don't even know. It sounded, yeah. To me, like, tipping your mitt means you're, like, doing something not good. She talked about it like the catcher giving some sort of signal to the pitcher, right? I think. I don't know. Anytime sports references come out, I'm kind of like, my mind kind of goes glazed. Yeah. There's snoring. There's glazed over. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Let's get back to tipping the mail carrier. Have either of you ever... Do you have mail carriers in... Just kidding. <laughs> Just the geese. Only the geese. The geese fly by and drop like sacks of some bindle sticks full of mail. 
Yeah, that's right. That's how we get our cheese curds in, uh, in way. Put- poutine sauce. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, so you work in the mailroom. Do you get tipped? You, you work no, in the room. So I no work tips. in the room, but my job is conference services now. Just so. the tip. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> God. I don't get any tip. Like I said, I took a pay cut to come off of nights. Right. To work a regular job. and uh, I, okay, Rafi, have you ever, it, living in an apartment is probably hard because you don't actually probably know who your mail carrier is. No, um, our, like, mailbox thing is, like, on the other side of the property, so we never really see them, but I hate talking to the mail people. I don't know why. I feel like they're just trying to do their job and get the fuck out of here, so it's like I'm not going to be chatting them up, but, um, no, they keep putting other people's shit in our box, so this person would definitely not be getting any tips from me. I also hate the idea that Allison said, well, maybe if we tip them, or if you tip them, like, to David, that they wouldn't crunch or no to sorry it was to daniel that they wouldn't smush up their mouths like no that's not how tipping works you got to do a good job first before you get a tip yeah at our old house we had one mail carrier so i would always for every holiday i would have like a bag of candy or like whatever money and little gift cards or whatever i would give to them the once they started changing up the person i was like well, i don't know who i'm giving this to is it the person that just walked through our flowers or is it like this nice person <laughs> that did it right like i i don't know so then i just stopped at this house in our neighborhood this is like um where the post office trains people so we get different people all the time and there's all a lot of issues they don't pick up our packages or whatever just probably in the past year we finally have a normal lady I know her name. Her name is Grace. We talk. Um, Thanksgiving, I brought her a plate of food to her truck. Like, we know her. But I forgot to give her a tip for Christmas. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. So I now that I know that she's our regular postal carrier, and a couple of guys in the neighborhood want to date her, so, like, we'll chat her up. She knows all of our pets' names. Like, she's pretty good. You might see her later, Toby. All right. She's a nice lady. But anyway, I feel like I should be tipping her, but I don't want to offend anybody. But bringing her Thanksgiving dinner, that's nice, right? I think so. Okay. We tip our mail carrier uh, near Christmas because you guys, here you have Saturday mail delivery, right? Yes. So we don't, Monday to Friday is our mail delivery only. And then during the Christmas season, they go Saturday through November and then Saturday and Sunday through December. And so I always try to tip the mail carrier. And we order like... What do you do though? Do you, what's your, do you just have, I mean, there's no percentage, so like what? Oh, usually we just give some sort of gift card. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Like a $25 gift card or whatever. Like, we used to do that for the garbage man, the UPS guy, and the mail carrier. Then, when it all kind of, like, started changing, and I didn't know who was who, it was just like, everybody's screwed, apparently. But I feel like we should be tipping the mail carrier, especially for me, when I I sell a lot of stuff on eBay. So, she walks around, and she sees I have special packages, she has to drive the car down. It's like a special... A lot of vans? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody that doesn't know that reference... You're just going to have to go back and listen to the show. <laughs> Let's start my very first episode. Oh I my think God, it was. Yeah. I actually found a Vans box, uh, an empty one, and I was going to put this beer in and, and uh. give it to you. <laughs> that, I'm like, no. Let's have, yeah. Where's that decorum? I, I left it somewhere. One time giving something to someone that came to my house that backfired. The people that come around and paint the... I don't know if this is something that happens in, in your country because I don't know anything about Canada or anything outside of, you know, a one-mile radius of my house, but they paint the address on your curb. The city did it originally, probably, but then there's, like, these artists, these street artists that will come around and say, like, oh, we'll paint it on there for however much, and do you want it done? Okay, cool, because it gets rubbed off. So this one guy came, and we said, well, we're making ribs. Like, we have all this barbecue. Do you want, like, a plate? And he said, oh, yeah. 
yeah, so we gave him like this giant plate of all this food. He was so stoked. By the way, these guys look like they're, they look like they're probably riding the rails. They look like hobos. They're, they're not uh, upstanding citizens. <laughs> but you know, you want to support them. They're doing something nice for the community. You know, he, he goes on his way. We come out. He had painted the wrong address on our thing. <laughs> so I was like, son of a bitch. Anyway, that was just a rant. That was just a plain old rant. For reference, they sometimes people will no city they won't paint that on the curbs in Canada, but No. Some people, well, not my part anyway, but uh some people will they've had people companies come around and like sell that for $20 or whatever. Yeah. And something like that. Uh, not in the city. I've never had that. We've had our house for 10 years and nobody's ever offered to do that. But in the city I live in now, in Toronto, there's not as much snow. But where I live now, that's oh. it's like a, a lot of the year, the curb is not visible. So. so it makes no difference. No, not really. Yeah, they sell you on, well, if there's a fire, you know, the fire truck will be able to find your house. Like, I feel like GPS would be a lot quicker than trying to look at a curb. Mm. That's most likely covered by somebody parked in front of it. Uh, anyway, that is really sidetracked. Okay, so either of you been hit by a car, Toby? No, lots of other accidents, but never... Well, do you count door? Like, if you're biking and someone opens their door I, and you hit it? That, I don't... Yes, let's just let's talk about that, because... That's a thing that happens. that opens the door on someone that's riding their bike is a piece of shit. Like, how do you not look at your mirror to, before you open your door? Are you it happens all the time in Toronto, oh. and that's when it happened to me. Really? Yeah. I was uh, going from my day job to my evening job in Toronto, and I got doored, and it took a chunk out of the side of my hand. Holy shit. Uh, and I still went to the second job because they didn't have, like, a sick pay or anything, so I just went and worked, even though I was bleeding everywhere. But So this is where Phil Rosenthal would be like, just quit. <laughs> I did eventually, but... <laughs> It is funny the things that you'll go through and still go to work. I remember so many things where it, I'm like, well, I still have to go to work because so what? Someone broke in my house and like stole everything. I still have to go to work. Like there's nothing I can do. Uh, Rafi, have you ever been hit by a car? No. And I was, Demian posted on Facebook to see how many people have been uh, hit by a car. And I was shocked because I've lived in a relatively big city for my whole life. And I've never even been close to being hit by a car. So I don't know what you guys are all doing, but. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it wrong. It was a shockingly high number of people that have been hit by a car. And I think Aaron, shout out to you, Aaron, had, it was like 10 times or something. I don't, I don't know what's going on. What, uh, yeah, I've not come close. I am hyper aware of my surroundings to the point, like even idiots driving aren't going to hit me because I'm too, paying attention too much. But I also put that fear into my kids. Wherever or anywhere, I'm like, we're in a parking lot. You got to pay attention. You got to look at every single car. You got to look at the taillights. You got to look at the, who's driving. You got to look at whatever. Yeah. But as, I, and yeah, I've not ever been close. As a pedestrian, I don't feel like I've ever been close. But as a bike rider, that's when it happened. I think that's probably more common. Like Jeff was hit by, wasn't he hit by a car twice on his bike? That story is from, I think the old Thursday gang a long time ago. That was a pretty good story. Like, how he's still alive is what I want to know. Why don't you ask him for dinner and uh, maybe you'll find Actually, out. Actually, Jeff, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Allie getting caught up in an escalator. Oh, my God. I am so fucking fearful of escalators. And I know they have emergency stops and all that stuff now, but her story... Because of her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the fact that there were tendons showing and the small amount of money that she got, like, everything about it, I was just like, this story is... A lot. It's a lot. I went. I was on an escalator, uh, an escalator last night, and I was thinking about her and just picturing like seeing that happen in front of me. Being my own kid or someone else's kid, I would just be like, "Holy shit!" 
Like, what do you even do? Half of my family, not me included, are afraid of escalators in general. Yeah, I'm afraid, like, I it's... don't even have shoelaces, and I'm like, my shoelace is going to get caught. <laughs> Something's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, there's always, I think that's sort of the, the mindset. For me, I, I don't really care, but... If that's just, how I go, then you go great. Go on willy nilly. You don't even think. Of, if that's how I go, he went doing what he loved. Yeah, riding escalators. Riding escalators. <laughs> that kid is back on the escalator again. <laughs> I freak out. I don't like them. I don't like yeah. them at all. But you just, I just hold my breath and like get out. I'm like, okay. That's yeah. So. But even having the embarrassing, like, oh, the emergency thing stopped, but I'm still like, my hair's like half stuck in it. Like, okay, to wait and get well, rescued. And that she came out of that and being hit by a rich girl's mercedes with seventeen hundred dollars yes i feel like in this day and age she would have been set for life yeah oh for sure or even if her family like tried or yes <laughs> at all i feel yes. like they were just like okay that happened with my sister she got her brakes done on her car and on her way home from the place the brakes went out and she like slammed into somebody and all this like it caused like a big pile up she was okay her poor fucking car though it was like this awesome 58 chevy is awesome but anyway that was more worried about the car. But my mom, like, she didn't help her to... She's just like, hmm, someone should probably, like, do something or something. I don't know. But <laughs> she didn't help her do anything. And she probably could have... Midas, by the way, really would have taken a hit probably from that. What else you got? <laughs> Rafi, or actually, do either of you have anything else you want to talk about from Thursday? Monday or Thursday? No. No, I don't really. I think Thursday was like, felt like a perfect balance of, you know, Allie was really talkative. I don't know if that's true to the CBD that she was talking about taking, which is, like she said, it's not supposed to alter your state at all. It's just a, do you know, do you, do you know about CBD? No. It's the not THC strain of marijuana. Oh. Uh, and so people take it for uh, being calm or for sleeping or like anxiety or what, various there's various reasons people Maybe take I should it. get some of that. I would suggest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, so it doesn't make you high is, is the idea behind it. But it does oh. have some of the effects of marijuana that without the high. Anyway, so that's, that's what I could use because the high yeah. is like. Yeah, a lot of people find it too much or like have various reactions to it. Anyway, the CBD is like the other part of the strain. And so that's what she was. But I really enjoyed how she she was sharing all of these stories. Of course, like I said, I already knew about the drone story, but the right. the, the rest of the stuff was all new information, and, and it was nice. That every single one she had a story for. Her. Like, yeah. oh, I have a story for that. And it's like, don't apologize. Just yeah, keep on going because these are the stories we all want to hear. Yeah, it was good, and it was you know playful between her and David and stuff yeah. without being too off the rails. I yeah. thought anyway. And, and Jeff and Allie. That's bad for both of us. <laughs> hey, I could go Allie's way. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't say no. Well, she's not too far away. <laughs> <laughs> I like half expected you to show up with her today. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's talk about JMOs. Toby, which JMO did you pick? I picked, hold on a second. I have okay. it written down here. Da, da, da. Our own Leanne Ward shared it to her, said, washing dishes always makes me warm. Yeah, I've, I feel that way about warm water in general. Like, having a tea always, and they talked about that a little bit. Like, I get very warm from drinking a tea, and I get warm from washing dishes or like a shower or whatever like that the warmth of the, the whatever the water lasts quite a bit and affects my whole body i liked that one it 
I related to that one. It was nice to hear a JMO from Leanne. And I do not get warm when I do dishes. When I do pretty much everything else, I get warm. But doing dishes, I do not. So I guess I think that was a good JMO because when I first read it, I thought, oh, yeah, of course. You have hot water on. You're going to get warm. But then I started thinking, I'm like, I don't get warm. Rafi, do you? Uh, No, but... uh. Yeah, nothing else to say, but that's never happened to me. I pick, I don't know who put it, who sent it, but the end of the world, uh, when you're in a waiting room, you look around and you think at the end of the world, who would, I think the person said, who would you hook up with? Or who would you, I guess at the end of the world, that's not really what you're thinking about. Uh, who would you... It says, I look around and wonder who would pair up with who if the world ended and we were the only survivors. Thank you. Uh, okay, and there was already a JMO a couple of years ago, similar to this, about being in an elevator, and you look around and wonder who's going to be, like, the one that helps you out. Like, who's going to be the one to be like, okay, we're going to, like, let's roll. Let's do this. Like, we're going to figure out who's going to, like, be there to be a, a good team member. And every single time I'm in, on an elevator, I still think about this and I look around I'm like, these assholes are not going to help me. We're shit. I'm going to be on my own. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Rafi. Just like uh, the conversation that led, uh, that this led to, I should say, um, where Phil has some thoughts about Jeff. Uh, do you care to defend him, Lisa? <laughs> of course. So the first thing I was thinking is, okay, so Jeff has an airport game, and I was putting myself in an airport that Jeff was at. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking I need to get some shirts made that say "Pick me" or <laughs> "Eat me" or yeah. <laughs> oh, two on the nose. <laughs> I love that he has that thought. I I usually look and I think, who's going to be the one that's going to take the plane down <laughs> and who I need to watch? But I do also think, like, who is going to be... I really feel like everyone's a giant slob and they're not going to help anything and I'm going to be on my own. Yeah, but Jeff's game. I was picturing just because recently, you know, being in an airport and thinking about how I sent him off with a ceramic cat with his like perfect packing job. And then he's sitting there looking around at who he's going to eat. Do you think about who you're going to eat though? <laughs> Definitely not me. No, I feel like Jeff would be okay eating me. <laughs> of course you feel that. As if you haven't considered this before. <laughs> I Honestly, like if I really want to be honest, I have not. Mm -hmm. We believe you. <laughs> that is not my thing. Anyhow, Rafi, there was some talk during JMOs that I thought was hilarious. And who sent in the poo-poo one? Oh, actually, that's another one I wanted to talk about. I don't remember who sent it in, but that goes back to my origins uh, on here, uh, the JMO patrol. Exactly. That's the only reason why I wanted to bring it up. Because I'm like, oh, they were talking about poo-poo, which I don't think that's what the person is talking about on uh, Instagram. I it's probably some newfangled kids thing saying... Which I'm surprised you don't know about. But the fact that they were saying pew pew. I'm like, oh, little Rafi. That was the first time that... That was the first JMO, I think, that we even ever talked about. Or we rescued your JMO or something? Yeah, you you rescued it. I sent in a JMO because at the time I was using a scan gun at work. And I would, like, point it at things and go pew, pew, pew. Or sometimes, you know, different sounds. But, uh, yeah, that goes... that. That's why I wanted to talk about it. It brought me back to the good old days. I did that with our wedding registry. <laughs> I like I got the gun at the, the bay, which is like you do you have Sears here? or like yeah yeah. So it's like Sears. Okay. And we Karen and I were in there, and I was walking around like, ooh, this looks pretty. Pew pew pew. <laughs> and then the battery died, and they brought us a new one, and she's like, I'll take you that. Overly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you may have overpewed this. Yeah, thing. I did totally. <laughs> and so like, if you went through our wedding registry, it was like sixty inch big screen TV. <laughs> oh my god. PlayStation. And then all of a sudden, it's like nice dishes and then <laughs> towels. 
<laughs> like all those little stuff that we actually needed. Actually needed. Yeah. <laughs> I know when we did the registry, we actually put some joke stuff on because we're like, if anyone gets us this, this is good. like we're, it's going to be our own inside joke. Yeah. I did put some things on that were like extravagant, and one of my ex boyfriends actually got it for me. I'm like, oh, oh no. I didn't think anybody was going to buy me that. And then the joke one was a tea bag squeezer. <laughs> At Crate and Barrel, I'm like, oh, we have to put that on the registry because, first of all, all of our friends are immature, just like we are. Who's going to get us the teabag squeezer? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um, I think that's a good place to end it on teabag squeezers. Uh, if you want to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com and come and join me in the shed because why not? I will liquor you up. I will ply you with beer and it's fun. Oh, a plane's going by. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's a helicopter. I thought that was your band box coming to life. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I just can't wait. The show's not over. Sorry, guys. Uh, Wow, that just. Follow the the show on Twitter. Oh, my God. At BF Fancast. Follow me at GMOs and BFFs. Toby, where can we find you if not in Palm Springs or in my shed? Uh, At TMilt on Twitter or at Tobart on Instagram. Mostly what I use these days. Uh, Lil Rafi, where can we find you? Doesn't matter, but now mm. I'm suggesting things that people can watch or listen to at the end of this show. So instead of listening to some new podcast, why don't you guys go back and listen to Call Chelsea Peretti starting from the beginning like I have done. It is truly one of the top five podcasts, I think, ever And I'm being delighted all over again by Chelsea. And you get to see the change in her demeanor when she starts dating Jordan, who is now her husband. Uh, So there are so many podcasts out there, including this one. Like, fuck it. Why, Why listen to another podcast? Go back and listen to the ones that are already out there. I am an old man and a curmudgeon. Don't listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) You were born that way. Also, the Randy Pants podcast a great show and i hope she comes back with some more of those our very own randy lawson of course <laughs> Brittany, i love you thank you and good night thank goodness colonel jeff filled in the gap so good colonel jeff so good i love that he just blew his load in the first like five minutes colonel jeff so good so good so 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 good <laughs>